You're listening to Weekly Devotions with Pastor James, a podcast devoted to helping you with your walk with Jesus. We do this by looking at the scriptures through devotions and messages every week. For more information, you can find us at gardeningthewell.com and would love for you to connect with us over there. Uh, You can visit our blog, you can visit our bookstore, and you can connect with us and shoot us some feedback. Send us questions, maybe something you'd like to hear an episode on. And with that said, uh, let's jump into it today. Welcome to this week's episode of Weekly Devotions with Pastor James. So good to have you here with us this week. Pray that you are doing well. And if you're new, uh, thanks for tuning in. Our aim here is to help you have a healthier walk with Jesus. And uh, pray that you're doing well. And when I'm recording this, uh, Christmas is just a few weeks away. And so uh, I pray that you and your family would have a great Christmas. And uh, I want to get in something with you that... Uh, The Lord laid on my heart just yesterday, the day before uh, I'm recording this, and I shared it with my Bible study, and it's just one of those things that, I don't know if the Lord has ever done this with you and just laid something on your mind that just rattled around in your head for uh, a little bit. Uh, Most of the day, uh, now two days, and so I'm like, okay, uh, I'll throw this out as as a podcast for our devotional this week, and just to give you something to uh, think about. And I pray that it is encouraging to you. And uh, if you've been listening the last couple of weeks, been uh, every once in a while pulling things from Second uh, Samuel. I've been finishing that up with my Bible study group. And one of the things I came across last week in Second Samuel chapter 23, it talks about the mighty men of David. And who these people are is simply put uh, this way. They were David's elite forces. They were his bodyguard. Uh, They were his special forces. Uh, Navy SEALs, if you would, to to use that picture, that when David had a very difficult, hard, dangerous mission that he needed to get done, these were the men that he would would send. And there was there was about 30 uh, in that list in 2 Samuel. We're given 37 names. And a lot of scholars believe that's because some of them replaced others who just got too old to do it. Maybe they died in battle. Uh, but there was about 30 men uh, that we read about in the end of 2 Samuel. And when you read about them there, some of the things that they, they did, you have the story of Benaniah who, you know, he killed an Egyptian. Uh, the Egyptian had a spear, Benaniah had a staff, and so he beat the guy up with a stick, uh, took the other guy's spear and killed him with it. The other thing about Benaniah is he he went into a pit on a snowy day and killed a lion. Like who goes, follows a lion, lion into a pit on a snowy day? Like who does that? Um, there's another time, uh, one of the other men in that chapter were told that he fought the Philistines so much and he won the battle, but that his hand froze to the sword. And it wasn't necessarily that his hand was like frozen, frozen there. It was just that he held that sword for so long and so tight that the muscles just kind of like seized up and he couldn't let go of the sword. Uh, he would have had needed help. One of the things they did back then is when that happened is they, they'd put the, the hand or the muscles in like warm water to kind of help relax the, the muscles. Um, so you're prying, literally prying the sword out of this man's hand. And we read about all these mighty men and, and everything that they uh, did. And it reminded me of where these men started from. And where they started from is you actually have to go all the way back to 1 Samuel chapter 22. 
And long story short, David is just starting out. Saul is just out trying to kill him. And David is on the run. He's trying to figure things out. He He's a young guy. And we read this in 1 Samuel chapter 22, uh, starting in verse, verse 1. It says, David left Gath and escaped to the cave of Adullam. When his brothers and his father's household heard about it, they went down to him there. And listen to this. All those who were in distress or in debt or discontented gathered around him, and he became their leader. About 400 men were with him. These 30 men that become David's mighty men seem to come from this group of 400 that comes to David when he is at this cave. And what I want you to notice about these men when they first come to David, and Scripture tells us all these men were distressed, they're in debt, and they are discontented. Meaning these were these men were not the men that you would pick to be in your army. These men were, they weren't happy, they were miserable about the way things were going. They were in debt, they owed people money, they're in distress. Like, there's a lot of issues going on and a lot of problems that you could pull out of those three words that tell us about these men. And so these weren't the men and going, oh, I look out and I pick you to be the captain of the army or you're going to be, you know, my bodyguard. Nobody would have done done that with these men. But David took the next couple years maybe a couple decades, maybe a decade, decade and a half, uh, maybe close to 20, some scholars would say, and he invested in them. He trained them. He uh, built relationships with them. He built them up. And these 30 men that we learn about that are mighty men started off of being men of distress. And that stood out to me because it reminds me of something that Paul tells us in the New Testament. And what that is, is in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. And Paul says this in verse 26. He goes, brothers, think of what you were when you were called. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were influential. Not many were of noble birth. But God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. He chose the lowly things of this world and the despised things and the things that are not to nullify the things that are, so that no one may boast before him. It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus, who has become for us wisdom from God, that is, our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. Therefore, as it is written, let him who boasts, boast in the Lord. And what reminded me last night, when I was going through this with my Bible study group, of these mighty men coming from distress and debt and discontentment to becoming mighty men is exactly what Paul says here in verses 27 uh, of 1 Corinthians. He goes, God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise, and God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. In the world in which we live, and maybe you have experienced this, where from an earthly viewpoint, in human viewpoint, you don't have the wisdom to do something. Maybe you don't have the strength to do something. That people look at you and go, you're not good enough for this. You're, you're not equipped to do this. 
There, there's no way that you could take on this job or this responsibility and be able to handle it and see it through and have it done. I don't know if you've ever been there. I've been there. Uh, I don't know if I, I've shared this with you be, before, but when I was younger, I, I was in speech class for, for many years. I had to take speech class for, oh, if my memory serves me correct, like uh, six, seven, eight, nine years. Um, it, it was a, a while. And I've always had speech issues, which makes doing a podcast incredibly fun. Um, mispronouncing things and fumbling over my words. And even if I edit a podcast, there's no way I'm going to be able to do everything uh, and get everything out of it. And so it it makes doing this incredibly fun and and tedious, uh, I might say. But then the Lord comes and goes, hey, James, I, I want you to be a pastor. I want you to be somebody who speaks in front of people all the time. And you're like, Lord, um, according to the world, I'm not very good at speaking. Uh, speaking is not a, a strong side of my traits, my characteristics. And are you, are you sure about this? And he goes, yeah, I, I take the foolish things of the world to shame the strong. And it's like, you know what? I, I need to do this. And maybe you're sitting there today and maybe you've had somebody, maybe it's your boss, maybe it's your spouse, maybe it's an in-law, maybe it's maybe it's somebody at church going, you know, what? I, I, you don't have the qualifications to do this. And you know what? At this point in your life, you might not. But that doesn't mean God doesn't want you to do that. It doesn't mean that God wants you to ignore that calling or that leading that he has placed on your heart. Because what God does is he takes people like you and like me that are weak, that are foolish in that broad sense of the word. And he goes, you know what? I'm going to use you in such a way to bring glory to myself and to bless other people through you so that when people see you doing it, They're going to praise me and give you an opportunity to boast in Christ. There is no way I could do the things that I could do in any way, shape, or form if it was not for Jesus working in me and through me and the Holy Spirit guiding me, directing me, speaking. There's times I say things and I'm like, I have no idea how to say those things. I've struggled with those words all my life, but the Holy Spirit gets through this. And so... I want to encourage you this week with this. If you think that you are not wise enough to do something for the Lord, or that you're not strong enough to do something for the Lord, you're actually wrong because in Christ you are. Because if the world looks upon you and goes, you don't have what it takes, you don't have the wisdom, you don't have uh, the strength, you don't have the knowledge, you're not suited for this job. If they say that about you, guess what? You're the perfect candidate for God to use in a mighty way. Because you are exactly who God looks for. God looks for the people who go, you know what? I am not the strongest, I am not the smartest, but I serve a God who loves me and can do whatever he wants in me and through me. And so I'm going to step out in faith and allow him to work through me. And so maybe, just maybe, 
the world is telling you you can't do it, and I'm here to tell you that God is telling you, if that's the case, you are the perfect candidate for him to use you. The question is not about your ability. It's not about your intellect. not about your strength. The question is, are you willing to step out in faith and allow God to be your wisdom and allow God to be your strength to work in you and through you in that situation so that you can do that task, whatever it is, so that you may boast in the Lord, so that you can bring glory and honor to the Lord and show other people what God can do with somebody who gives themselves over to the Lord. And I pray that you would think about that. I pray that you would pray about that. And I encourage you to step out in faith and allow God to be your wisdom and your your strength to enable you to do what he's asking you to do. And don't let the world tell you that you can't do it. Because you know what? Today, you might be in debt. Today, you might be disconnected. Today, you might be distressed like those men were when they first met David. But in a couple years from now, You might be a mighty man or a mighty woman of the Lord because you're trusting him to be all that you need and following him. And so, are you going to let the world tell you that you're not strong enough or wise enough? Or are you going to step out in faith and allow Christ to be your wisdom and your strength and have him work in and through you? And so, I pray that that is a blessing for you today. If it has been, I really ask you to uh, like this uh, episode, uh, share it with somebody else. Uh, We could really use uh, that encouragement here. Just by you liking it, by you subscribing, by you leaving a comment, that is a huge blessing to us. And it really helps get uh, these podcasts out into the ears of other people and all that algorithm and, and things along those lines. And so we would really uh, ask for you to, to do that for us right now. It only takes a second. And so um, we thank you for that. And we pray that you uh, step out in faith and just follow the Lord. Take care.